Uh, hey guys, Mark here. Um, Brooke and I were supposed to record an episode for the podcast tonight, um, but unfortunately he got into some trouble in Amsterdam and uh, he wasn't able to make it. Uh, I just figured I'd record this and just let everybody know. Oh my God, is that Brooke? You're damn right it is. <laughs> I'm busting my ass at Amsterdam just for you, buddy. <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, I'm back. It's good to be back. I was so excited to get back here and record another episode with Mark. Um, yeah, I listened to the last one that he did with Casey and the Babadook. I thought it was really good. Uh, Casey still won't listen to it because he's a little baby, but... I know, I <laughs> Me too, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to have you back. Thanks. It's been far too long. Far and, too uh, long. It's been like a month yeah. since I've seen you. Yeah, and uh, I had fun with Casey doing the last episode, but... Yeah. You know. It's not the same. It's not the same. Not the same at all. But uh, yeah. So how was your trip? It was really good. Uh, you know, went to England, then went to Spain, and then we made like a kind of last minute trip to Amsterdam, and uh, which was really cool. Where you didn't there. get detained. Didn't get detained, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was gone for like 20 days, and like by like day 15, I was like, oh my God, that's what my own bed. Yeah. Like, oh. Sleep, sleep well you weren't in a hotel eh? you were no only a couple nights but yeah. still like yeah we did the airbnb and then like a resort but it's just like so much flying and like just walking and like ubering just like yeah. so exhausting yeah 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 i don't know if i could do three weeks away no nah, it's i i don't like it <laughs> like two max yeah. like 10 days maybe yeah it's everywhere i go on vacation it's like a week or eight days kind of thing and yeah that, I feel like that's not long enough, but yeah. I feel like three weeks would be way too long. Oh, definitely. Yeah, somewhere in between would be good. Yeah. So, well, I guess Happy New Year, man. Yeah, you too. <laughs> fuck. We haven't seen each other since before before Christmas? Before Christmas. Yeah, the 23rd, yeah. I think, yeah. Okay. Um, wow. yeah, so what, uh, did you watch any anything over the holidays uh, that you can remember? Anything um, recently? Yeah, I've kind of... I have one episode left of The Witcher. Nice. That's. Uh, I don't think I watched any horror over the holidays, to be honest. Besides the Babadook. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah I kind of took a step back <clears throat> from it for a little bit, just to, you know, we've been focusing so much on horror movies lately. I just oh, kind of yeah. wanted to dive into some other stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, been gaming quite a bit. Casey yeah. and I talked about that in the last episode. I don't yeah. think I've played anything new other than like the Star Wars. Uh, I don't know. I've kind of dove into Spyro a little bit like that. Oh, the remastered yeah? trilogy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. Just doing some stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. Been busy. so Yeah. Family and all that good stuff. Yep. Yeah. I watched... A little bit on like the vacation. Watched Troll Hunter, like I told you, yeah. for the first time. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and I watched uh, Mandy on the weekend, which nice. is so sick. Great movie. And I watched like uh, Dolomite is my name, like not horror movie, but Eddie Murphy's like first movie back in like 
so long. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, pretty much. That's about it. Pretty yeah. much. Nice. Yeah. So. All right. Well, should we dive into her? Yeah, let's get into her. So, like, do, did we mention it in the intro? I don't know. No, we, we, watch, probably, we, watch? we should probably do the intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, if you didn't listen to the last episode or see the posts on Instagram, <clears throat> we are doing The Strangers this week. And, Brooke, this was your choice. It was, yes. And what made you choose this? Honestly, like, this is, like, probably, like, one of, like, the first, like, horror movies that I watched that, like, really grabbed me. And, like, I was excited to watch, like, every year. Yeah. Like. You watch this every year? Yeah, I do. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, like, nice. I'll get into it, like, in my review, but, like, just, I just love the feel of the whole movie. Yeah. Like, it's it's just, yeah. We'll get into it later. But cool. Yeah. Right. Um, so, as always, we will start with the synopsis. So, a young couple staying in an isolated vacation home are terrorized by three unknown assailants. Short and sweet. They always seem to be. Yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah for the most part. Um, but yeah, I mean, doesn't give too much away. Well, I guess there's not really much to this movie in regards to like yeah. depth or anything yeah. like that. Like I, I got into that a bit too in my review. So yeah, yeah it's not, not much to it at all. <clears throat> so moving on to the cast, we have Scott Speedman, who I thought was in a lot more like big name shit i know what he was in like his name like to me like yeah i thought like back in the day like when this first came out like the late 2010s like i thought he was a huge actor yeah but like just like the name i don't know it sounds like a famous actor yeah i don't know i mean he was in well anyways so scott speedman played james and his big roles were underworld and underworld evolution yeah, and he's now in Animal Kingdom, like the TV show that's on Netflix. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but I mean, th- the other stuff on his IMDb list, I was just like, oh shit! Like, huh. I feel like I've seen his name a lot more than yeah than what I had or yeah. than what was there. I don't know. Well, like maybe he has like a famous brother we don't know about <laughs> <laughs> getting maybe. mixed up or yeah. something. Uh, and then Liv Tyler, she played Kristen, who is uh, I don't James's partner i guess yeah not spouse well i guess spouse whatever yeah um she's obviously in one of the greatest movies ever armageddon Mm -hmm. and uh one of the greatest trilogies ever lord of the rings yeah and then the incredible hulk with uh edward norton didn't hate that one i didn't hate that one no it was a lot better than uh than the (laughs) other one yeah for sure i forget who even played Hulk in that one. It was uh, Eric Bana. Right. Yeah. That was hot garbage. Oh, so bad. Yeah. 
Um, then uh, the three uh, three killers or assailants or whatever they were played by Kip Weeks, and he was the man in the mask. Uh, Gemma mm-hmm. Ward or Gemma Ward, she was Dollface, and Laura Margolis was the pinup girl. Mm-hmm. And all three of them were like they're pretty much. Like, they don't have a lot yeah. of roles at all. Yeah. Kip Weeks does some other stuff, like, behind the scenes. A oh, lot okay. more than acting. Yeah. But, yeah, the other two are... Well, Gemma Ward, she's mostly uh, a model. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, kind of, like, getting ahead of myself here, but I didn't watch the sequel to this. I know you have. Yeah. Are these three actresses and actors, are they in the second one? No. No? So, yeah, I looked it up when I was doing this, and oh, I was okay. like, oh, shit, that's kind of weird. Is it part of your trivia or not? Not really. No, no it's okay. not. I Yeah, I kind of stayed away from the sequel because I knew that you hadn't seen it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, these three, like the three actors that play the the killers, they're not in, yeah. in the sequel. Yeah, oh, okay. Which I kind of found a little weird. Yeah. And uh, going back and watching this, like, uh, a few years ago, I... Just started had started getting into uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, yeah. and then I rewatched his movie, and then Dennis from It's Always Sunny is plays Mike. Yeah, in this, you're right. Shit, and I, I thought really, it was like so funny. I was yeah, like, I included. Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Strangers was directed by Brian Bertino, um, and he's also directed Mockingbird the monster and the dark and the wicked, which is not yet released. He also wrote and produced pray at night. The strangers pray at night, but he didn't direct it. Oh, okay. Um, so, I mean, he's got a pretty short list of movies. The strangers was his directorial debut. Um, and I hadn't recognized any of the, uh, like any of these three other movies that I've said yeah. besides the sequel, obviously. Yeah. And then I, I saw the movie poster for the monster and I was like, Oh fuck. I have seen that. It's that one with the mother and daughter, they get like the car breaks down on the side of the road or something like that. And then like, there's some fucking, you came out like a few years ago. Yeah. 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 Oh the, yeah. If you it's saw like a movie. super, super indie movie, like yeah. a low budget. But if you saw the movie poster for it, yeah, you'd I think it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And I was like looking at his movies. Like I was just like thinking like a few of the directors that we've done so far in here, it's been their first movie. Yeah, that's true. And we absolutely love all of them. Yeah. Like Michael Doherty. Um, Jennifer uh, Kent with the Babadook. Yeah, Jennifer Kent. I mean, Ari Aster, we haven't done Hereditary yet. Yeah. But Midsummer was his second movie. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I don't know. I guess we're good at finding these uh, <laughs> directors, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Um, so that's all I have for Brian. If you want to jump into the movie discussion now. Yeah, let's get into it. And uh, like always, uh, spoilers. So, uh, yeah, just uh, be warned. All right, so The Strangers came in 2008. Um, So it opens up uh, some uh, um, wording, I guess. So it says, uh, what you are about to see is inspired by true events. According to the FBI, there are an estimated 1.4 million violent crimes in America every year. On the night of February 11, 2005, Kristen McKay and James Hoyt left a friend's wedding reception and returned to the Hoyt family summer home. The brutal events that took place are still not entirely known. 
So they really kind of make it feel like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sort of yeah. Thing. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, uh, so then it has a sound of a truck revving up and like driving through a neighborhood while the audio of a phone call to police uh, plays. Basically they say there are people here, there's blood everywhere. And uh, at first when I like heard the audio, it sounded like, I thought it was the girl. Yeah. In it. Cause I was like, it's not like a girl voice, but just like two little boys. Yeah. And basically they're like, just like going door to door. Um, I find it later on that they're like Mormons or like Christian. Yeah. Like, and like in what, in the, the like a uh, goof section of IMDB, like they're cast as like Mormon boy one and two. Yeah. And then it's like, um, it's like Mormons. They don't go out on their own until they're like 15 or 16 years old. Okay. So I don't think they're actually like Mormons. They're probably just like, yeah, like you said, like Christian. Yeah. They're definitely like, they're knocking on doors with yeah, yeah. and stuff. So then uh, cuts back in time. Uh, James and Kristen are driving back from the wedding. Kristen is crying. It's a very quiet car ride. She's smoking. Um, you know, we're going to have to get that something's not right between them. It's yeah. kind of awkward. Uh, back at the house, James said set up a romantic evening for her with rose petals everywhere, music, dinner, and champagne. Um, it's still like super quiet. And James is leaving a message for his friend Mike to come pick it up in the morning because he's leaving the car for Kristen as things didn't go as planned for him. Yeah. So now you're like starting to like piece things together that obviously he probably proposed to her and she just said no. Yeah. Um, so then it flashbacks to the wedding. Uh, like it has said, he takes her out to propose and she says, no, this is like one of my biggest pet peeves of, of is someone proposing at someone else's wedding. I know. Like, Oh my yeah, I'm God. I'm not a fan of that either. Like get out of here. It's yeah. garbage. Um, he did it like in private though. He least. did. Yeah. Like it just makes me cringe when people do it like in the middle of all the people. Yeah. Like the dancing's going on. And then like, yeah. yeah, it's like, man, like this is their day. Like that's like, off. Yeah. It's like in the office. Um, I just watched this episode the other night at the, um, Diwali wedding. Oh yeah. 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 That's the Diwali night or whatever. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. And Michael proposes to Carol <laughs> in the middle of this other <laughs> big party. And oh. obviously she says no. Spoiler yeah. Alert. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just makes me cringe every time oh, I see man. something like that. <laughs> so, um, uh, so back at the house, it's a very awkward uh, between both of them. Uh, James is eating ice cream at the table. Uh, Kristen changes out of like her dress, and I think she's like taking a bath and then gets out and like gets in like kind of like a pajama yeah. thing. Um, so they're sitting together, still like kind of quiet, like in the house, like. There's just candles everywhere. There's not really like lighting at yeah. all. It's a kind of like very dark movie. So James wants Kristen to keep the ring because he can't return it. Um, James like kind of goes away and is like kind of like upset still. And Kristen comes over, just kind of like hugs him. And he, she just says that she wasn't ready for it. And I noticed James has bloody knuckles, so obviously he got pretty pissed too, off. Yeah, yeah. I think she put she put a record on too. I think he had one on, and then she changed it. I know, yeah. Like I know during the whole movie, the whole like the record player is like a huge part of yeah. why I love the movie. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so the record is like playing. Yeah, I'm not sure who started it, what, yeah. but what. Um, so they're kind of like hugging each other, and he says like, "Oh, you'll always be my girl," and like they just like start having sex <laughs> randomly. Yeah. Um, then there's like a knock on the door, so they go check it out. It's a girl. The uh, porch lights aren't working. Uh, the girl asks if Tamara is there, and they say no. You have the wrong house. Um, she leaves, and then James like screws the light bulb back into the. I guess she unscrewed the light yeah. bulb to, like so they can't see who it is. Before she leaves, though, she said, "Are you sure?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like her like tone is like very like monotone and monotone. Docile. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Um, so they, Kristen and, uh, James, they were going to go on a road trip together, but James said, uh, it's probably not a good idea right now. So, um, he must've had a lot of stuff planned for, for them. So he's going to go to the store. I think he's going to buy cigarettes maybe. Or yeah. Like, she mentions that she's out of smokes. And- yeah. So he's going to go to the store. He starts her a fire. Um, He's gone. She she tries the ring on. She's like looking at it, and she like keeps it on, and then she's just like kind of like wandering around the house, like yeah. just kind of looking at everything, like playing the piano, like slowly plays it. It's just like I don't know, like the tone of the movie. I love it. Yeah. Um. So then she's like kind of she has a I think she has like a she's drinking a beer or something. Yeah. Um. So there's a single knock on the door. There's like soft music playing on the record player. Kristen goes to the door. She doesn't open it. There's another knock. She still doesn't open the door. And then the woman outside asks if Tamara is there again. And then Kristen, like very monotone as well, like just says like, no, you've already been by here. Yeah. And then she like locks the door and then the girl goes away. Yeah. The girl goes, are you sure? Yeah. Like she says it again. <clears throat> And then she goes back to the kitchen um, and then someone closed the vent on the fireplace, I think, because there's like smoke building up. So she go, the fire alarm goes off. She uh, opens the vent in the fireplace. Then she gets a chair to take it down and uh, falls on the ground. And she leaves the chair and the smoke detector there. Um, Yeah. Like where they felt like where the smoke detector. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't move it at all. Yeah. So she she grabs her cell phone. Uh, her cell phone's dead, so she plugs it in. It's more knocks on the door. She runs into the bedroom and she uses the home phone to call James. Tells him about everything that just happened. Um, he doesn't really believe her that much. She's like kind of freaking out, but like not really. She's still like very quiet still. Yeah. And um, she wants him to stay on the phone with her, but they get disconnected. So then back in the kitchen, she she just starts smoking. And this is probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It freaks me out every time. Yeah. She's just like smoking in the kitchen. It's like the whole house is like kind of like dim and like dark. Yeah. And like you're just like watching her and she's just sitting there smoking. And then just like you notice in the background, just this white mask. Yeah. Of this guy just standing there and he's just like kind of like skimmies over a bit and then just like stands there for like a solid like 45 seconds what this time around when i was watching it i noticed like i don't know if it was just a trick of the lighting or if i was just seeing things but like it seemed like he would like 
and start to walk closer and yeah. then stop and then start to walk closer yeah. and then stop. Like I'd never noticed that in like, okay. the previous times that I've watched yeah. it. Um, so then Kristen like kind of turns around, like not to, not to see him, but she just kind of like just turns around. He walks outside and slams the door and then Kristen calls out for James. There's no answer. She tries calling him, but she can't get through to him. There's more bane on the door. Um, she goes out, and the the smoke detector is sitting perfectly on the chair, like right in the middle, yeah. like face up. Yeah. Um, so there's more bane on the door. Her cell, she goes to find her cell phone. Her cell phone's gone. So she's kind of freaking out. There's like clanking and banging going on all around the house. She's freaking out even more now. She like goes up the window and then she like kind of like, she has a knife in her hand yeah. and she like opens the curtains like fast. And then the man in the mask is standing there. And he like puts his hand on the window and then she like freaks out. Yeah. This At this point, the record starts skipping and uh, the music gets louder and like you just... Oh man, you just feel like something during this whole scene. Yeah. And like, I love it. Um, so then she opens the door and someone is standing there. She closes the door, runs back into the bedroom. There's still banging happening. And she's like crying, freaking out, holding the knife in her hand. And I think she like tries to turn the lamp off and she can't. She like grabs it and like smashes it on the ground. Um, so then the. Uh, she hears the door open. The record stops. Uh, there's footsteps coming down the hallway. She's freaking out. And then it's just James. So he goes and see what's wrong. Her hand's all cut up from the, the knife, I'm guessing. I, I wasn't sure if it was the knife or the lamp. Yeah, it was one of the two. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, <clears throat> so then he starts checking around the house. He's looking around and then, like, cuts the fire, and her phone's in the fire. They don't know it's there, obviously, yeah. but we do. Um, and he doesn't, be- like, at this point, he doesn't believe anything that she's Yeah, doing. yeah. And then they go into, like, I don't know if it's, like, a garage or, like, a little room that, like, looks like a garage, kind of. Like a storage room, maybe. Oh, yeah. But, it, but uh, they, like, look outside, and there's the girl standing on the road just, like, staring at them from outside. Yeah. And that's doll face. It's yeah. 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 So he's going to go get his phone from the car. She left it there. So he goes outside. Uh, His car is smashed. Windows are smashed. Tires are slashed. And he's like in his car looking for his phone. And then like, you see a hand like reach behind him and they, they like touch his neck. And then like, he like freaks out and like turns around and there's no one there. Yeah. And then the girl's standing in the street again and he's like kind of like yelling at her like, you know, what are you doing? What do you want? Like get out of here. So then he gets back in the house and he covers her cut with his tie. And I guess there's like a, there's a lot of continuity errors that was on, that was on IMDb. Yeah. But a lot of people said like, you can't, you don't know if it's actually continuity errors because like the strangers, they move shit all over the house. Yeah. It's so, like someone said like the chair was like moved. Well, like that could have been the strangers doing it. Yeah, it could have been the fucking But I guess in this part, he, he uses his tie to like wrap her hand up. Yeah. And then like after he goes outside later, it comes back in, he's wearing the tie again. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Um, so yeah, he's back in. He's back in the house with her. He's covering her cut up with his tie. He tells her that he hasn't seen a car drive by or a dog bark um, all night long. So he's basically saying like they're by themselves. Yeah. There's no one else there. Which I like when they kind of say that in like in the movie, like this guy's like you know there's no one there. So like if you're like, oh, why didn't they scream loud? Well, it's like yeah, no one was there to hear them. Yeah, they they just kind of <clears throat> get rid of that thought process. Yeah, exactly. So then he still doesn't believe her at this point, really. Like a little bit, he's like kind of like skeptic. But uh, his phone shows up in the house. So um, then he's like, hey, we're leaving. They run up to the car. And then even though their tires are sloshed, he tries to back up and like very slowly does. And then a truck pulls in and smashes into the back of them. They run back inside. The truck like continues to like smash their car. Uh, James has a shotgun that he found in the house because I guess his he told her before that like he went hunting with his dad and yeah. brother and stuff all the time. Then they're like in like the closet and like they're looking for bullets and he's like, I don't know how to load this thing. Yeah, and, and then the barrel, it, like the barrel was unattached too. Yeah, so he had to like figure out how to screw the barrel back in. Yeah, and like kind of looked silly. Yeah, and then she asked him, like, well, didn't you say you went hunting all the time? And he's like, no, I didn't. I made it up. Um, So then they're in the closet. The man in the mask is he's using an axe to chop down the front door. They run back there. They move a piano in front to block it. They run back into the room to hide. Um, He shoots through the door first with the shotgun. Yes. Before they run away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So someone comes inside. The record starts to play again. Um, outside, Mike showed up early to the house. Uh, he leaves a message for James. Then he gets out, and then someone throws a rock through his windshield. And uh, so then he goes inside. Or he's walking up. He sees the smashed vehicles. The truck isn't there anymore, but he sees the smashed yeah. car. And then, like this shot was like so cool. Like I don't remember seeing remember seeing this at all. But whenever, like I think Mike like walks into the into the house you see like in like the background just like Dollface's face like shows up like it's all dark and then just see her face like pop up oh really yeah i don't know if i noticed that either yeah like outside or in the house i think it was outside because he like walked by to go inside and then it was like kind of like the house was there and then you see like darkness and then like her like the mask yeah. just pop out. Sure. Um, so they're in like the like the garage like um, storage, storage area. area. Um, the like record is like super loud right now, and it's like a super like like he's like repeating like it's yeah. like I don't know it's hard it's to like describe. A broken record, basically. yeah. So they have the shotgun. They're like waiting there behind like the boxes. And they hear someone walking in the hallway. And then, like, as soon as, like, Mike just, like, goes barely in front of the door, he's just, like, he starts to say, like, hello. And then immediately James fires and just Mike gets his fucking head blown off. Uh, I hate this scene. Really? And I talk about it later on, too. Okay. But I just find it so... Not stupid, 
But like, why are you firing the gun like yeah. right away? In my like, I don't know. I've never I, been. I've never been in the situation before. Yeah. I don't know. Like, obviously, it's a reactionary thing. But like, like I'm gonna wait and see who it is. I think. Yeah, I think I like this scene. So I'm the complete opposite of you. Like through this whole night, like there's like people like fucking with them. Yeah, and they're like terrified. Like they stole their cell phones. Their cars smashed. These people are like have an axe. Like. They and they know there's no one else around. Yeah. And whenever Mike or James called Mike, like he said, Mike was like hammered, Drunk, like he yeah. was done. So he wasn't expecting to come this early. But like, what if it's like someone that was driving by and saw the smashed car or something? True. Like I don't yeah. know. I just think that he obviously now jumped the gun on. Oh, hundred percent. Yes, but but. I also think, like, if they didn't have this in, like, the movie, like, it wouldn't be as yeah. exciting to it, me, I think. It's, like, the cliche saying, like, oh, because it was in the script. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. I just think it gives more to the movie. Yeah. And uh, you need some, like, more violence in it than just, like, the very end of the movie. Yeah. Even though this is, like, almost the end of it. So, anyway, you know, so Mike is dead. Um, <laughs> in case you didn't figure that <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, also, the I jumped ahead, but as Mike was, like, walking in the hallway, then the end of the mask was behind him. Yeah. With an axe. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So. Like, following him down the hallway. Yeah. So, it's kind of, like, you feel like he would have got off regardless. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so, yeah. So, Mike's, yeah. Mike's head got blown off. James did his job for him. Yes. Um. So James is going to go to the barn to find uh, an old radio that's yeah. in there. So Sorry, then, going, going yeah. back to this hallway scene with Mike. I know I keep going back to it. Um, Mike, like it almost make, they make him look like he hears something behind him. Like he stops walking. He does. And he like looks behind him. Yeah. But he doesn't fully look. Yeah. And he just, then he just like turns his head back around and keeps walking. Yeah. It's like, did he hear the man in the mask? Did he, I don't know. Cause like, I think like his mindset is like, okay, some, some fucking is happening right now. Yeah. Their car smashed. Like there, there's an ax like hole in the, the door. Yeah. He tried calling Mike, his phone didn't pick up and like, it's dark in there. The record is like blasting it yeah. at this point. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're going out. Um, the strangers wrote on the on the window. They wrote "killer" yeah. in in blood. Uh, James like tells Kristen to stay inside to hide. James tries to start the truck. That I guess it's back there. He can't get it started. Uh, Kristen <laughs> Kristen's not a good listener or a hider. She just no. <laughs> stays on the porch. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, I liked that scene, like, with her on the porch. Yeah. She's an idiot. But, yeah. But I like that. Yeah. Okay. And, like, yeah, they're, like, still being quiet the whole movie because Christian is, like, like, James. Yeah. It's, like, whispering. It's, um, like, all of the dialogue is really quiet. And, like, all of the, the other stuff is, like, crazy loud. Yeah. Like, the music was super loud. Yeah. Um, 
like the music in the movie and then also like like post-production music like, like yeah yeah got loud well just why i think like i love this movie so much yeah. <coughs> um so uh uh pinup girl has a flashlight or sorry yeah so james is making his way to the um the barn um he like gets down on the ground is like kind of like crawling because i think pinup pinup girl is like in the barn and yeah. she comes out and she shines a flashlight in james's direction and then he looks behind him and then the man in the mask is like fucking sprinting at yeah. him this and scene like this was fucking crazy. It was. Because, like, the footsteps coming up behind him, it's yeah. like, holy fuck, like, he is hightailing it. Because, like, the whole movie is, like, super slow. Like, like even at the beginning, like, whenever you said, like, he's, like, slowly stepping towards yeah. Kristen. Well, then here, he's just fucking booking it. Yeah. And he just kicks him right in the head and, like, knocks him out. And the gun goes off, too. So, yeah. But then, like, the scene cuts, so you don't know... Yeah. If he shot him or if James got shot or Yeah, like exactly. So um Kristen decides to make a run for the barn. She trips and she hurts herself. She is crawling towards the barn. Uh Pinup Girl's following her, then she kind of disappears. Yeah. Kristen gets to the barn, she finds the radio, but then there's all these noises and people in the barn with her. Um, so she gets through to someone on the radio and then immediately pinup girl like comes up from behind and smashes the radio with a bat. Yeah. And like, um, yeah, like the whole movie, like they're just like, like fucking with them the whole time. They're like very much fucking with them. Cause like, uh, pinup girl could have easily killed her there. Yeah. Like it, even when she's going back to the house. Yeah. Cause like she's craw- like you said she's crawling like she twisted her ankle broke her ankle whatever yeah. sprained it and like they could have easily killed her right there yeah and then yeah she smashes the radio and then like Christian just like leaves the bar and starts like crawling towards the house like the pinup girl has left I guess yeah so then she like sees the man in the mask like kind of like to her right like pretty far away he's just like kind of like looking around I think he's like pretending. I think he knows she's there and he's just yeah. kind of like pretending like he doesn't see her. Yeah. Um, so then he, she sees him. He like walks off. Um, the pinup girl comes out of the barn. Dollface is swinging on the swing beside her. Uh, the car is now on fire. Uh, Kristen like looks back and like everyone's gone. Yeah. Um, Kristen gets back to the house. They cut off the power. James is like nowhere to be found at this point. Um, the piano starts playing. Uh, the man in the mask is in the house with her. She runs and hides in like the kitchen pantry closet. And it's like kind of like, uh, like she can see through it. Yeah, it's got like slit shutters or something like that. Yeah, exactly. A very stupid spot to hide. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so then he like just like sits down at the table right in front of her. And yeah. he just like kind of sits there for like, I don't know, like 30 seconds or so. Yeah. And then he like gets up and he just walks away. And then Dollface shows up, kind of like walks in front of the closet, then leaves. And then she like comes back and like smashes the door a bit. And then Kristen like get, goes out there and then like she like grabs a knife and like have like a knife off with each other. Yeah. Like Kristen, <clears throat> Kristen, this is when Kristen first asks, like, why are you doing this? And yeah. Dollface doesn't answer. She's yeah. just like playing with the knife on the counter. Yeah, exactly. And then Kristen, <clears throat> like, Dollface has this huge like, eight inch blade. And then Kristen finds like a little paring knife. Yeah. 
Um, so then James gets thrown inside by the man in the mask. Uh, the man in the mask has a shotgun. Dollface tells Kristen that she's going to die. Um, Kristen's like in the bedroom again at this point, And then she like just, she has a knife still. Yeah. And then she has like, kind of like runs out and <laughs> the man in the mask, like just like takes her and smashes yeah. her off the fucking wall. He comes out of nowhere. Oh man. Yeah. Um, so she's like knocked out and he like starts like dragging her. Um, so the next day they're both tied up in the chairs. They like changed her back into like her nightdress. Oh, yeah, true. Notice, yeah. yeah, which is kind of odd. Like, I wonder why. I never clued into that. Yeah, like because huh. it was it wasn't like a wedding dress. Like she changed out of her dress. It was like kind of like into a nightgown. Nightgown. Yeah. yeah. And then once, like once all the crazy shit started happening when she was home alone. Yeah, she changed into it's like jeans and a flannel. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder why they changed. And her then, back. yeah, they put her back into her nightdress, which I thought was weird. I don't yeah. know why why they did um so yeah so they're both tied up it's next morning it's day daylight out and at this point Kristen asks uh why you're doing this and then it's like they're just standing there it's so creepy all three and it's like she asked and it's like like it felt like 20 minutes yeah and then like dollface was just like because you're home and then like man the mask like looks at her yeah it's like, man, it's so creepy. I know. That, like, Love it. This is like the, I, like I made it the, the comment on Instagram yeah. with my post. It's such a simple concept and such a simple sentence or statement. Yeah. But it's so fucking creepy. It is. It's just because like I'm home right now. Yeah. Like this could fucking happen. Yeah. Best. Cause you're home. Yeah. Like, oh like it's God. nuts. It, like, ugh. Talk about wrong wrong place at the wrong time. Exactly. Legit. Um, so then they all take their masks off. You don't really see their face. Like you kind of see like it's the side of their face. We don't see them like dead on. Like you can't recognize the actors. And I love this aspect of it too. Yeah. Like I love it. Like I love that. Because in most movies, if there's a masked killer, you yeah. either... Don't see them take the mask off at all. Yeah. Or they take it off and then you see their face. Yeah. Whereas this one, you're like, the whole time, for me anyways, I was like, fuck, I want to see what they look like. I want to see what they look like. And then they take the mask off and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm finally going to get to see what they yeah. look like. And then you see like the top half of their face or like the like a side yeah. profile and you yeah. never see their full yeah. face like in, in its entirety. Yeah. And like, it's, it's so creepy because like, man in the mask like he takes his mask off and then it's like shows behind him he's like has a knife it's just a regular guy in a suit yeah like that could be anybody yeah it's crazy and it's funny that you say that because i i didn't realize that he was in a suit yeah. until that scene yeah he's been wearing the same thing the whole fucking movie yeah I didn't realize he was wearing a suit until that scene. Yeah. Because you're so focused on his, his like, sack mask. It's just fucking awesome. Like, you don't, like, yeah. I didn't pay attention to the rest of them at all. Yeah. Like, all I saw was the mask through yeah. the whole movie. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So then they slowly, like, stab, like, both of them, like, oh, very slowly. It's, it's cringy as fuck. Um, it just further, further shows, like, how much they're messing with them. Yeah, like it's not a quick stab. It's like a no. fucking like 
I'm going to slowly push yeah. this into you. And also before they were like, they were going to die. They like, she, I think she's wearing the wedding ring still. Yeah. She couldn't get it off. Oh, she okay. tried pulling it off, but she couldn't. Uh, get it okay. Off. And they're like holding hands. And I thought like every time I watch this, I think that she's going to be like, like I'll marry you. Yeah. But she doesn't. They just say like, I love you yeah. and stuff. Um, so yeah, they both get stabbed. Um, I'm not sure how much time has passed, but Kristen is still alive. Mike's cell phone starts ringing. Kristen's, my, or, uh, James is dead. Yeah. Uh, Kristen is like slowly crawling towards it. Then like out of nowhere, the man in the mask just like walks up and like picks it up and takes it and like yeah. walks away. Yeah. And then that's it. So then, um, there's two boys walking bikes. The, the killers stop in the truck um, Dollface gets out. She asks him for a pamphlet, and then he asks, "Are you a sinner?" And then, like, she just says, "Like sometimes." Yeah. And then, like, when she gets back in it, um, I never like really pay attention to this, but like, pinup girl, she's like tells her like, "It'll be easier next time." Yeah. So like, I wonder if like Dollface, like this is like her first time doing this. Yeah. Like, what's the relation? It like, kind of like, yeah. What's the relation? Is a good question. Like, because the other two aren't. Because you kind of like see, you see it as like, uh, like a dad, a mom, and a daughter. Yeah, but yeah, it might not be. It could just be total strangers. Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. But so yeah, so obviously, pinup girl and man in the mask. They've they've been violent before i've done yeah. something like this yeah um so then it's the same shot as the opening of the movie the boys go through the house they're like not even like freaking out they're just like looking around like shock but like, yeah and then like this part pissed me off <laughs> i hate it. it's like not because like it, it didn't scare me just like the one kid like reaches for Kristen, and then she fucking screams and grabs him and then it's over yeah and that's that's the way of the blood splatters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. That's funny because that's what Casey told us to say. I know. <coughs> okay. Um, I like that you mentioned that little bit at the end that it pissed you off. I don't know why it pissed you off, but I'm going to talk about it later. Okay. Um, so it might piss you off for the same reason why it pissed me off. Oh, sweet. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's the whole movie. Uh, it was short. I mean, even the, the, like, we both watched the unrated director's cut. Yeah. And it was still only an hour and, like, 31 minutes. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Uh, I went online to see what the differences were, and it was, like, Me too. Just, like. Because I was going to ask you, like, before I watched it, like, hey, do you want to do the thing? I, like, looked it up, and, like, it's, like, 20 seconds or 30 seconds different of, like, footage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they just extended a few scenes here. And there, yeah. But, I mean, it really didn't add anything to it. No. I, f- I feel like if you watched. The unrated and then watch the theatrical like side yeah. by side you wouldn't even probably wouldn't know um okay so let's rate this shit let's do it so for the story i gave it a seven out of ten mm-hmm. um as i'm thinking about it i feel like that's a little high <laughs> but i'm gonna leave it at that for now all right um i said although it's not an original idea it was more effective than a lot of home invasion movies. Yeah. Um, I liked the zero motive aspect and the fact that they actually vocalized that. Yeah. Um, 
like in a lot of home in, home invasion movies, the motive is basically that. Yeah. Like it's not like it's a fucking revenge movie or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like home invasion are like they happen because the people are home. Yeah. But exactly. I feel like this is the first time it's actually been stated. Like we're doing this just because you were home. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's the end scene. Um, I hate the fact that Liv Tyler survives. Yeah. Um, I, I love the idea that there's no, um, no survivors. Yeah. Like you don't need to have survivors in every movie. Exactly. And in this, like these people, like these strength, the strangers, yeah, they break in with the intent of messing with these people and in the end killing them. Yeah. The man in the mask knows that she's still alive. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't he finish her off? Yeah. I Unless he thinks like she's going to die from blood loss anyway. Fair enough. But I mean, at the same time, why risk that? Yeah. They've seen your faces now. Oh yeah. So why risk it? But I don't know. I mean, we don't know that she's still alive for sure. Like she probably is, but well, she was know. crawling towards the, Oh, you mean like after the end of the movie? Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Like you assume that the, the two boys, well, cause they call the cops. They call the cops. So you would assume yeah. that, they come and, and yeah, but save, we don't know. Yeah. save her. But yeah, I get what but you're yeah. saying. I feel the same way. So I, I much prefer an ending where they both die. <clears throat> yeah. Is 100%. what I'm saying. Yeah. <coughs> um, quality. I gave it an eight out of 10. Oops. My fucking screen just like shot up. Uh, I said there was great acting. Um, it was suspenseful. It was dark. There was just enough violence to keep you wanting more, but not enough to make it like mm. overbearing. Yeah. Um, and I also stated that I liked that you never fully saw their faces. Yeah. I really like the camera work and it was really good. And upon reading the trivia, it was all shot chronologically. Hmm. And it was also all shot on uh, like handheld cameras. Oh, really? Yeah. Like steady cams and shit. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. And I thought that was pretty cool. What about you? All right. So for my story, I was in the same boat as you, but I changed my score. Okay. So I originally gave it a uh, eight out of ten. Okay. Because like going into the, like I love this movie like so much, but then like I was got thinking, it's like nah, I can't give it that obvious score. So I gave it a five out of ten. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like when I was like really thinking about it, like there's nothing really new for a home invasion thriller. Like, I feel like with, like, home invasion thrillers, like, you feel like the people, like, the victims, like, have a slight chance of surviving. Yeah. Whereas here, I just didn't feel that at all. Yeah, that's true. Like, um, like, Panic Room, like, I fucking love that movie. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of like a home invasion um, thriller. Yeah, definitely. Um, I did like the shock kill with Mike showing up early. Yeah. I kind of like it just threw in a little extra to the story a bit. Um, and then I, I didn't like the ending at all with the jump scare. So like story five out of 10, just not much to it at all. Yeah. Like you didn't really, you weren't really cheering for like James and Kristen. I felt like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And then like your points, your points, like you want them like, you don't want any survivors. Yeah. It's not so much that I, I want them to die. It's like, yeah. 
if this is what the ending's going to be, I want them both dead. Because there's more killers than there is people yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, if, if you're going to have one of them survive, let them be a fucking badass at the end. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, have her be a final girl. Don't have her be, like, on basically on her way out. Like, yeah. on her last thread of life. Yeah, exactly. And then, like scaring the shit out of like a 12 year old kid to yeah. finish the movie. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just have them both dead. Um, but for quality, I give it eight out of 10. I just love the feel of the whole movie. Like it's super eerie and intense. Like I like the low tone of everybody. And then like the like record player, like playing in the background just like makes it even more better. Yeah. Like the loud noises. Um, like, you know, like there's going to be jump scares, but it's like not really jump scares. It's just like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like intentional jump scares, right? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my head. <laughs> we can talk about that later on too. Oh fuck! Um, like my heart is pounding for the whole movie, pretty yeah. much. Um, the performances were okay. It's like they didn't really do much, to be honest. When I said great like, acting, I meant like with the killers. Like I felt yeah. like they were super creepy. Like yeah, they they did their roles really well. I found yeah. And like I just felt like the awkward, I guess the awkwardness between James and Kristen McGannon, like that yeah. felt that felt real. Yeah. Um, I did love. I didn't really like the the two girls, Dollface and Pinup Girls Mask. Okay. I liked the uh, Man in the Masks a lot. Yeah. Because like, um, uh, Scarecrow is like one of my like favorite villains, and like that kind of gave me that vibe. Yeah, of it. definitely. So. Yeah, yeah, like super simplistic too. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so eight out of ten for quality for me. Cool. When I was uh, when I was watching it this time, I was I was watching it and I was looking at Liv Tyler and I was like, okay, I know she's in Armageddon, I know she's in Lord of the Rings, and I know that she's been in like a lot of other yeah. bigger budget movies, like Hollywood movies. Yeah. I was watching. I was like, she's not that great of an actor. Yeah. Like f- for the movies that she's been in. Like Lord of the Rings, Armageddon, like those are fucking huge they are. movies. Yeah, like she like Lord of the Rings. I watched Lord of the Rings like like the second, third one in forever. Yeah, but like I feel like her role wasn't that big. It was big. Well, yeah, I guess I it, was, it wasn't a huge yeah. role, but it was like an impactful role. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Just and I feel like Armageddon is like there's a lot of people that hate that movie. I, I I like the movie, but like a lot of people like think it's like not that great. Like acting people are wise. stupid. Yeah. No, but anyway, uh, I mean, her dad is fucking Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Yeah. So but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. So the critics' consensus: the Strangers has a handful of genuinely scary moments but they're not enough to elevate the end results above standard slasher fare. So I think we yeah. both somewhat agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Judging by what we gave it. These scores kind of surprised me. So the, do you want to guess? Uh, sure. What the critics gave it. So critics, does it have say how many critics? 164. Okay. I'm going to say a 77. Ooh, no. 48%. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. And the audience, same score. 
Forty-eight percent. I guess. Uh, wow. On, on well, there was three hundred and eleven thousand two hundred and sixty-two audience ratings. Huh. But like, it's not a great movie, but I feel like it's better than fifty percent. Yes. Like I think this deserves like fifty-five. Yeah. To a sixty, maybe. I don't know. Maybe we're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so the good critic reviews, Sarah Voorhees from Observer. Great name, by the way. Fake name. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, the movie is best before the mayhem actually starts. First time writer, director, Brian Bertino gets right some priceless details as a couple tried to uh, deal with the evening's earlier fallout and elevates his movie above hor- other horror movies. And Sean Fennessy from The Ringer. Sometimes evil happens without explanation. Rarely is it known in such plain, quiet, horrifying fashion. Don't watch this alone. I'm surprised someone from The Ringer really enjoyed it. Yeah. I listen to Ringer a lot lately. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like it would be yeah. one of their movies. No. Um, bad critic reviews. Nigel Andrews from Financial Time. Uh, the formula of calm followed by shock is repeated until one tires of the technical polish of Brian Bertino's directorial debut, which nods towards funny games and the French them uh, in the absence of coherent plot or character development. Have you seen funny games? I haven't. It's on my list. Good movie. Yeah. I like it. It's, uh, yeah, it's, well, it's another home invasion movie, but yeah. So like, I recommend. I think it's like kids, isn't it? Or like young adults. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Like late teens kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're really creepy. It's good. Hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out for sure. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name, but LaRushka Ivan Zadeh um, from Metro UK. A good scary movie retells a creaky story in a manner that terrifies you afresh. All this has is Tyler trembling like a wet-lipped goldfish <laughs> in a performance you could peg out to drip dry runaway. <laughs> I like that. I like that one too. A wet-lipped goldfish. That's good. Uh, good audience reviews. Bradley W. The Strangers may not be the most intelligent or original horror film, but it's nonetheless a terrifying film that will leave you scared to stay home alone. I feel like that's true if you're like 15 years old. Yeah. Or do you agree with it? No, but like, <laughs> no, but like, I'm like middle of the night and it's like pitch dark and like I wake up and my fucking like dog wakes up and looks at the door. Yeah. I'm like thinking like, okay, what the fuck is out there right now? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, and this person is like, or this review comes from a nameless person. Uh, the thought of being in the wrong place at the wrong time is unsettling. That's what this movie makes me feel. Some parts aren't realistic at all, such as timing and convenience of the antagonist's favor. However, The Strangers gives scares and a good time if you can handle the heaviness. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Bad reviews. Andrew H. <laughs> 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 uh. This is such a waste of time. One of the worst horror movies I've ever seen. Just another flick with boring, destined-to-die protagonist villains without any motivations. 
only mean spiritist or sorry, only mean spirited sadists who love cliches will enjoy this dumb shame of a movie. So he just fucking hmm. twisted the knife into us. Well, they do say that they don't. Their motivation is just they don't have one. Yeah, like they, at least they admit it in the movie. Yeah, exactly. And this is from another nameless one. Uh, terrible, <clears throat> extremely slow, no plot twists. Just a couple that gets murdered in some secluded house. The suspense doesn't pay off. Takes forever for the movie to begin, and mostly you spend the entire movie waiting for action to happen. The characters are too two dimensional and the killers have completely unexplained motives. No shit. It's the point of the movie. <laughs> oh my God. It, it's like some people don't even watch the movie. Yeah. Just a couple that gets murdered. Well, she didn't get murdered. Their like motive is on the front of the fucking box. Yeah. It literally says because you were home on the front of the box. <laughs> Their motive is having no motive. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, what did you give it for a scare rating? Scare rating gave it a nine out of ten. Okay. Uh, just like I've said, like through the whole thing, like the music, like the skipping of like the sound, like whenever like Kristen gets scared, like the skipping like kind of starts, and like just the loud noises, like low tone of the people. Um, like the whole movie, like these three people are just like fucking with them the whole time, yeah. Which like makes things worse. And then like the end of it, like the, she just says, like we did it just because you were home, yeah. And like at the beginning of the movie, how it like says like there's like a million violent crimes in the USA. It's like this shit still happens every day. Like even people around us, like someone near us, like. During the day, someone broke into their house yeah. and like robbed and beat the shit out of them. Yeah, like shit happens every day. Yeah. So just the realness of this movie. So yeah, that's why I give it a nine out of ten. Okay. What about you? Uh, I give it a six out of ten. Um, mm. when this came out, what two thousand eight? Yeah. So I was nineteen. I remember it like scaring the absolute piss out of me. Yeah. And. Like, I remember telling people, like, this is actually a movie that scared me. Like, I don't, I don't get scared. Like, I don't, I don't watch a movie and think about it and think about how scared I, I am yeah. or was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a, very few movies have that impact on me. Yeah. But this one did at that time. Yeah. This time? Yeah. I mean, I've seen it here and there yeah. since that first time yeah. between, like, then and now. Yeah. And it just seems like every time it's gotten less and less scary. Like, yeah. I don't know if I've just been desensitized or if yeah. it just doesn't hold up anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I just like this time I watched it, I was like, I'm not scared at all. Yeah. By it. Like the, the, obviously the thought of it is scary and like yeah. the idea of it, but I don't know. Um, I also said like, there's lots of jump scares, but like I've I've said time and time again that I feel yeah. like jump scares are cheap, but I feel like in this movie, like yeah, they kind of have to be there. Like I don't yeah, feel exactly. like they did them really cheaply in this one. No, no, like it because like they're going around the house like banging on the window, yeah, or like something to like scare them inside the house. It's 
it like I feel like these jump scares, it wasn't the actors trying to scare the audience. Yeah. Or the director trying to scare the audience. It yeah. was the actors trying to scare the yeah. other actors. You know what I mean? Except for the last one, maybe. Well, yeah, that one was stupid. <laughs> yeah. But um would I survive? I said I think so. Mainly because I feel like I wouldn't have killed Mike. Yeah. So I would have had the shotgun still. I wouldn't yeah. like I wouldn't have wasted that bullet. Yeah. Um Mike probably would have died. Yeah. Because the man in the mask was coming up behind him with yeah. the axe. And if you think about it, Mike was coming right up to the door. The man yeah. in the mask would have killed him right at the door. Yeah. I would have killed the man in the mask. Yeah. In the way that this is fucking running yeah. through my head anyways. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Or, uh, but yeah, that, that's all I put. I put maybe because like, uh, it's like James's summer home. So he knows like, like what's around yeah. his area. And like, there's two boys on bikes going door to door. So obviously there's, he has neighbors yeah. at least somewhere. Like, I would just fucking run. Yeah. Like, that was another thing I was wondering. Like, why didn't they just run? Yeah. I don't know. You know that your car's fucked. Yeah. Take off running. Or if he knew he had the shotgun the whole time, just yeah. at the start, just fucking get the shotgun and go outside. And what happened to that shotgun? They left it on the counter. Right. Because the next morning, like, it went in, and, like, the boys and the shotgun was on the No, what I mean, counter. like, how... What happened to the shotgun after he shot Mike? Because um, he just didn't have it for the rest of the movie. Because he went out to the... Yeah, he didn't bring it with him to the... Yeah, he did bring it with him to the barn. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he, he got knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I put maybe. I feel like I would try something different. Like, he knows his... It's a summer home, so obviously he's been there since he was probably a kid. Yeah. Like, he knows what's around him. Just fucking run. Yeah. Go get help. And, like, again, I've never been in this situation. Why are you leaving the house, first of all? Yeah. Like, unless you're trying to leave in your vehicle. But you know your vehicle's fucked. Yeah. Go back in the house. I would have stayed in that room. Yeah. Where there's only one entrance to the room. Yeah. I don't even think there was a window in that room, was there? No, there was, yeah. Was there? Yeah. Okay. Well, regardless. But still. I mean, you sit there in that room, wait for them to come. Yeah. You got a shotgun with, let's just say, I don't know. I'm not a hunter. I don't know anything about guns. Four shells in it. Yeah. You got enough for all three of them. Yeah. And like, like I don't know how drunk, I don't think Mike was that <laughs> drunk when he showed up. No. But- Someone throws a rock through a window, smashes it, and then you see a car, your buddy's car, destroyed. Fucking use your cell phone, call the cops, just be well, like, "Hey, yeah. I'm at this address. Come out here." Yeah, and then go see. Yeah, like anyway. There's a lot of inconsistencies with the movie. Yeah, like I feel like For everybody sure. could have survived. <laughs> yeah, but oh well. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Trivia. According to director Brian Bertino, the film is partially based on an incident he experienced as a child. One evening, a stranger came to his door, asked for someone who was not there, and left. 
Later, Bertino found out that other homes in his neighborhood had been broken into that night. So, hmm. loosely based on a true yeah, story. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't know if it's enough to warrant the, the beginning of it. Yeah, it just says true events. Yes, but true. Yeah. Uh, during filming, in order to get an actual reaction from Liv Tyler, director Brian Bertino would tell her where to expect a loud bang from but would then have the loud noise come from a completely different direction. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. I like that too. Um, oh, I've already gave this one away. The film was shot entirely with handheld cameras or steady cams. Every shot has some camera movement. That's cool. Yeah. I thought this was cool. Uh, Liv Tyler's father is Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler, obviously. Yeah. Uh, before making it big with Aerosmith, a teenage Steven Tyler was in another band, which was originally called The Strangers. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. No, me either. And that's all I got for trivia. Short and sweet. Yeah. You got anything else? Nope. Nothing else on my end. All right. Uh, I don't know what your pick is for the next one. <laughs> um, so for this one, I'm going to go with a listener request. Oh, uh, this is our f- first one that we've ever done or that we've ever received really. Uh, so from Michael Siri, uh, you can find him on Instagram at Michael Siri photography. He suggested that we do the Hills have eyes. Uh, when I asked him which one, like the original or the uh, the remake, he suggested that we uh, that we do like a comparing and con- contrasting episode. I don't think we're gonna do that. Yeah, because that would kind of change the the format of of the episode. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm gonna pick the original because I've never nice. seen it. Me either. So I, I kind of had a feeling that you'd yeah. never seen it. Like, you've seen the remake. I've seen the remake. Like, when it first came out, I haven't watched it since. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. But, yeah. So I want the episode to be on the original. The OG. The OG. Yeah. Um, but for this episode, I'm going to watch both of them. Yeah. And we can kind of discuss the differences a little bit, but I don't want to yeah. turn the whole episode into, like, a Yeah, yeah. Contrast. For sure. So, Yeah. Thanks for Sweet. the request. Thank Mike. you. And uh, yeah, that's it. So we'll see you next time. <laughs> and uh, also before we go, um, we have some merch now. Oh, yes. And Mark, you know the details where we can find that? Yes. Yeah, so if you go on TeePublic, uh, let, me, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, yeah, so we are on, oh, fuck off, T public, not Tur public. <laughs> there it is. <clears throat> so, yeah, we have two designs on tpublic.com. Um, both of them are just our logo, but one's a circle logo and one's a square logo. Uh, but, yeah, you can get our logo on shirts, sweaters, mugs, stickers, uh, pillows, blankets, pretty really, much anything, anything anything that you can yeah. think of. Um, it looks pretty cool on some of the stuff. Uh, I myself have ordered a shirt. Brooke, you've gotten a sweater, which I forgot at work. Fuck. 
Um, <laughs> a buddy of mine, he he ordered a mug, and it looks really cool with on the mug. Um, I haven't received my shirt yet, so I'm not sure oh, okay. how it looks. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you go on tpublic.com and just search in the search bar. Um, uh, APOES, which is a podcast on Elm Street, our designs will pop up. Yes. Um, and periodically, the this, this site has like a site wide sale uh, for all their products. So, I mean, if you want to take advantage of that, have yep. at her. If you want to pay full price, that would be great for us as well. <laughs> um, and any, any money that we get through this, it's going to go straight back into the podcast. Like, we're not going to pocket this money. No, I don't. Th- no, no. We we have some ideas that <laughs> yeah. are flowing through our uh, big skulls. Yeah. And yeah, so that's that. And then also one more thing. Um, not the next episode, but one after after that, we're gonna have uh, a special episode for you guys. Um, we'll see what it is yet, but uh, stay tuned. We're excited. Yes. And uh, one more thing before we sign off, just a quick little podcast shout out to uh, our boys at It's a Horror Podcast. Um, I'm going to plug this this podcast as much as I possibly can because these guys are awesome. Um, listen to them if you don't already. Uh, they have a new episode coming out this week. I think it's supposed to be out already, but they had some technical difficulties, so they're working on getting that out. Yeah. Uh, and as always, um, we are horrified podcast. Uh, they also have an episode that was supposed to be out this week, but, um, one of the, one of the cast members, Emily, she is sick. So I think they're kind of postponing it for a little bit. Uh, but again, something to really look forward to great podcasts. Uh, both of them, I definitely recommend them. Yeah. A plus. Yes. And I believe that's it. All right, guys. See you next time. See you later.